447 guys, Ryan Biddle here, blogging from paradise. What blogging activities can you let go passively? Now think about that. One of my biggest issues, which I have finally learned as a blogger, was trying to not so much micromanage everything, but, well, yeah, I wanted to micromanage everything. And in that micromanagement, I would create content, which was helpful, targeted, all good. But I was doing it through so many channels online. And in addition to the actual creating of content, <clears throat> I had to actively promote it and try to squeeze as much traffic and profits or just whatever juice out of each piece of content I created. And that really held me back because the time and energy I spent trying to control actively, create something, promote it, get it out there. Promoting's big. I was robbing myself of time and energy, which could have been best spent being truly helpful for you by creating more helpful content. See what I mean? Like you'll have a blogger that will, well, I'll give you an example myself with these podcasts. They're completely passive. Passively, I think I have 12,000, approximately 12,000 listens. But I learned my lesson early on. I would publish a podcast and I'd embed it on my blog. Then I would promote the blog post in different spots. Then I would promote the podcast itself through Anchor, through Twitter and Facebook. And I was trying, trying, trying. And then one point I just went, you know what? I promote blog posts. I promote guest posts. I get it, but I'm going to, to allow myself more time to create new helpful content, I'm going to allow podcasting to be entirely passive. Do not touch it. Publish content. And I've done the same thing with my audiobooks. I do not touch them. There are certain aspects of your blogging campaign to scale. You will have to be completely passive in letting them go passive. What elements of your blogging campaign do you need to let go passive? Now, literally, that means let it go. Publish content. <clears throat> could be a YouTube video. Could be a podcast video on Rumble. Same thing with Rumble. I've promoted them a little bit over the past day, literally. But they're another completely passive channel. I publish it, and then I let the podcast get listens. I let the YouTube videos, the Rumble videos, I let the content promote itself organically through the network and through my subscriber bases. And they're very modest on YouTube and on Anchor. Yet, it allows me to create more content. But I'm not doing it from this desperate push. I'm doing it from being truly helpful. Totally different mindset. The problem with not letting things be passive, let go passive, is all the time and energy you spend promoting from that active fear, micromanagement energy, not only attaches you more deeply to outcomes, which ruins your blogging campaign, because the more attached you get to the outcomes and not the process, the more struggle you run into, it wastes time that could be better spent creating more content.
not from a mad dash, but from the idea of publish the content. You could promote it a little bit if you like, but there's going to be some aspects of your blogging campaign, maybe like publishing blog posts and publishing guest posts. You could promote it to your email list and Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest. Perfect. But then other channels where it's wiser to let it go passively and let it promote itself. This frees up more of your time, not only for creating blog posts and guest posts, which you should be doing as a professional blogger or an aspiring pro or just a blogger, blogger's blog. It allows you to have a life offline. So there'll be people today, bloggers around the world, they'll be up at two in the morning, didn't do anything else, putting in 12, 14, 16, even 18 hour days, not taking care of their health, physical health, not taking care of their mental health because they're trying to promote their latest podcast when it is their fourth or fifth uh most popular channel or i should say let's just say at least listen to the least popular content creation channel through the 10th group on i don't know let's say me we you know what i mean <clears throat> let it go let your content be passive some of it you know certain channels i'm gonna let this go like i said i promoted it a bit in the beginning i did i added embeds but recently, I really just let it go. And collectively, 11,000 plays. And that's fair chunk, just totally passive, which is cool. Because I don't do anything other than create the content. Then I publish it. And the people that follow me here listen to it. And that's the beauty of it. And it's only a handful of listens per episode. But as you guys know, I have 55,000, however many links. I don't trust half these services anyway because they keep stripping them. <clears throat> so I don't even care. But let's say 55,000. 60,000 backlinks pointing to blogging from paradise. That's not from one or two posts. That's from a high volume of helpful posts. So allow certain aspects of your blogging campaign to work themselves. Past creating the content, you're going to create, you know, record and publish a podcast. But if it's a lesser, of lesser popularity with your readers and listeners, let it go. Let them listen. Let them promote it and endorse it. And focus on promoting really content central, your blog, maybe some guest posts. You publish them on bloggers' blogs, you have these strong bonds with. So that could be the heavier promotion after the content creation, free up your time, your energy, not only to create more, but to be able to spend hours a day offline to take care of your physical health, mental health, you know, meditating, jogging, walking, doing yoga. And also having this thing called uh, a life where you watch some streaming video, spend some time with your wife, your husband, your kids. So you get to enjoy this life that we live that really flies by pretty quickly. So what elements of your blogging campaign do you need to let go? Passive.